welcome to episode 9 of Cheap Ass Gamer Foreplay. It's the week of July 24th, and I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm your other host, Shipwreck, and I am all ballooned out. You're ballooned out? Yes, we saw a lot of balloons this weekend. We did. We went to the Balloon Fest in Middletown, Ohio. We saw a lot of hot air balloons, and it was a lot of fun. Yes, it was a good time. There was a giant bunny balloon, and there was a rocket ship balloon, although when I was little... We saw the Mr. Peanut balloon, which was by far better than anything we saw this weekend. Yeah, you had my hopes up for that one. I'm sorry. Mr. Peanut balloon was pretty sweet. I can only imagine. I'm sure there's a picture out there on the I've internet. Seen, I've seen pictures of him before, yes. Okay. Well, then, you know. He's a mythical creature. The Mr. Peanut balloon? Yes. It's a mythical creature. Yes. Okay. So that's what we did this weekend. We played games too, though, and that's what this podcast is about. Right. Tune in next week for balloon cast. <laughs> no, no balloon cast. But we can talk about a, a game we missed last week, the PlayStation Network game, because those don't come out usually until after we. Right. Do the Thursday. Podcast. Thursday is the usual day for PlayStation <laughs> store downloads. So and Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania Symphony of the Night came out, and this is the classic PlayStation One game that they have just ported over. So that you can play it on your PlayStation 3, and you can download it to your PSP, so you can play it on the go, too. Well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, they it's a great game. They didn't really uh, do any updates or anything. It's just straight from the PS1 disc. Um, the difference between this and the other PS1 games they brought over so far, all the rest of them have been $6. They upped the price on this one to $10 because they know it'll sell at that price, and that's the price that the... Uh, Xbox Live Arcade version was as well. Hmm. But the Xbox Live Arcade version had updated graphics and achievements, but the PlayStation 3 version or the PSN version you can play on your PS3 or your PSP. So it's kind of a toss-up which one you want to get. It's a good game either way. Uh, there is a version coming out on a compilation, uh, Dracula X Chronicles, I believe it's called, for the PSP later this year. So I think that's why they got this out here now, before people go buy that. Yeah, because then you might not want it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with the... I still only have a PlayStation 1, and I yeah, can play that on the You didn't the buy the 3. Xbox. No, I haven't yet. I might at some point, but... Well, that was the game that came out last week for PlayStation Network. Mm -hmm. And then we went to GameStop, and we realized that we missed a game. Yeah, we saw uh, Cookie and Cream for the DS had come I out. I don't know when that came out, but I didn't talk about it, and you didn't talk about it. No, it had been on my, like, I have a, I keep a list of games of the ones that are upcoming, mm -hmm. and it had been on there for a long time, but somehow the release date must have uh, by. snuck by me without me seeing it. Well, it's so often that they push games back. They don't usually bring them out sooner. Right, but the, sometimes the dates get confusing. That's why we had this section. Right, exactly. So that game's out there, and if you were waiting for it and you didn't hear us talk about it and you've been waiting to buy it, you should go buy it now. Yeah, then. and it looks like it's the same thing as the PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. This but was I, like a co-op sure. platformer type game with cute little characters. Yeah, but you've got to, it's a DS game, so you've got to imagine there's going to be some stylus. Now, we did look at this because it is a co-op game, and we looked at it, and you have to have both, both, both players, players have, have to have, have the game right. to play co-op story mode. Right, which we can never bring ourselves to spend sixty bucks to for us to play one DS game. Right, that that got stuck right back on the shelf after yeah. I saw that. Which reminds me, the other thing that we need to bring up that we've been talking about is 
trying to figure out if you can play Touch Detective or not on the same game. Did you? Oh, yeah. I've been trying to look that up online. I haven't found out yet. If anybody knows, I played through Touch Detective. And so all his stuff is saved, and when I go on there, it, like, lists stuff that he's found, and I, I can't find a way to just erase it all. Like, I can start a new game, but it's still... It still has all the things that I've found and all the, right. the and, items and, and everything. Right, and so I'm kind of to the point where I'm ready to just go and buy my own copy because I don't want your stuff on there. But if anyone has, you know, ran into this, let us know. Um, we've got some stuff from the message boards to talk about. Okay. Uh, Hot Shots Tennis. Yes, we talked about this last week. Yes. Reino Otaku commented that he too had problems. Okay. And so it wasn't just me. Or yeah, you. that... The controls on it weren't very tight. No. You kept on hitting the ball into the net or out of bounds. I couldn't even get to the ball. Like, I couldn't return. Yeah, it was really slow, too. Yeah. It didn't have the hot shots magic that the golf game has. No, so it wasn't just us that thought that. Okay, great. Um, There was another comment from Lord Wow about Chicken Shoot, because on IGN it got a 2.0 out of 10. Yeah, this is going to go down as one of the worst games ever, I believe. Somebody made a comment. And I can't remember who it was that it was now on their list of worst games ever. But it kind of reminds me, like, the whole IGN scoring. Do you remember, like, people making jokes about, like, well, at least you get your name right on the SAT. You get 500 points or something. Right. I kind of feel like at least if you <laughs> release a game, you're guaranteed, like, two sympathy points. If you, put so... the ga- if you put the disc in your Wii and your Wii doesn't break, <laughs> right. you get a two out of ten. Exactly. <laughs> or if you, you know... Yeah, I mean, if you package it correctly, or if you remember to include the little, um, like, warning slip that goes in with the instruction booklets that says, like, you know, by the way, you're playing with electricity and... Oh, yeah, and this might cause epileptic seizures. Exactly, if you remember to put that in, you've automatically got two points from IGN. So that's just my theory. Okay. But Great game. Everybody should check it out. Yeah. Um, Milky Man commented about my new Blu-ray player and my choice of Blu-ray movies and said that The Devil Wars Prada is a much better chick flick than either the two that we rented last week, which were Catch and Release and The Holiday. That wouldn't be very difficult, I don't think. So, that means that we're renting Devil Wars Prada this week. Okay, that's fine. We didn't rent anything this week, so... No, we didn't, but stay tuned. And... Oh, uh, and Pyro Gamer also suggested that we make a list of the games that we talk about in uh, Down with the Ships or in this section right. uh, as kind of a show notes type of thing. That way people can see what we're talking about. That way, like the import games that you talked about last week. Right. Uh, that was one question he had was what, what those were. And I, I went ahead and responded what they were. But in but the yeah, future, I'll try idea. to make a... Spoilers type post with all the games that we talk about. Okay, that sounds like fun for you. Um, and then there was... <laughs> I, needed to, I needed to spend a couple more hours on this each yeah. week. Um, the best post, I think, was Steve McQueen's post. Oh, how we, we were taking over his, uh, his Windows Media Player 11. Yes, and apparently now every Windows Media Player file he goes to open shows the logo for CAG 4 Play, yes. which made me laugh. So, yeah. You're welcome, Steve McHugh. <laughs> and then Terp Kristen also made comments. She's playing Onimusha and Contact. No, I think she actually commented about Onimusha or Onimusha yeah. uh, because she didn't know what kind of game it was. And oh, she said that's we never right. said what kind of game it was. Okay. That we just said it was like the original. And 
Onimusha is a it started off it's kind of like a Resident Evil type of game, uh, but with sword play. So it's kind of it's not as arcade and fast action as Ninja Gaiden that type of thing, but it's more of a uh, block and counter type of ninja game. Um, so it's basically Resident Evil except you have a sword and the zombies are not zombies, they're Genma. Okay. Which is a Japanese type zombie. Okay. Well, that sounds like fun. Um, and then she also brought up, noticed that we play a lot of Atlas games, which we do. We, right. We play most Atlas games. We like the little indie games. And um, she asked about Contact. Which yes. we do own, and you have played. Yes, I, have I not played, played through it. Yet, but. Uh, that's she asked if we liked it. I believe, uh, and I did enjoy it. Um, I got you that for Christmas. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, and Contact is another RPG from Atlas, mm-hmm. and this one's kind of like a quirky little one, um, where it's got the kind of oh, what is that called? Where it's aware that you are playing the game. Like, the characters are aware that, yeah, that somebody is controlling yeah. them. Um, and I, it was a good RPG. It's not all that memorable to me. I know I enjoyed playing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's worth playing if you like RPGs. It's pretty short. Well, and she also commented that she had hand surgery, which for a gamer sucks, so we wish her a speedy recovery because... That kind of limits the hand surgery limits like everything but the Wii, I guess. Well, she said she was playing Etrian Odyssey, which you can get through a good portion of that just holding down one button. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But still, speedy recovery. So down with the ships. Yeah, let's get stuff to... we've been playing. Yes. What's first on the list over there? Bomberman. Oh, okay. This was my choice last week for where our ten dollars should be spent. And we have not spent ten dollars on Paper Mario. Not that you haven't gotten it. I just haven't spent it yet. Right, I got. got I picked Wii up points. Wii points the same time I picked up uh, 360 Xbox Live. Yeah, points. and I've been having too much fun playing Bomberman. Yes, we've been playing a lot of Bomberman this week. And I, I have to admit, I had not played Bomberman until this, like until this little download. And I like it. I like it a lot. It's fun. And we've been playing online with big groups of people, and that is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And That's I'm not the, the only one it. that blows myself up. Lots of people blow themselves up. Seventy-five percent of Bomberman is not blow- yeah trying not to yeah. blow yourself up. Yeah, and that's fun. I like it. We yes. played with a big group of cags on Friday night, and that was fun. Right, and as far as a Bomberman game goes, this is pretty good. I mean, I there's some little things they need to change. The menus uh, when you're in a group, you oh you can't you keep, change the game. you can't change the board or the, the type game of type. Game you've set so up. you end up playing the same board over and over. Like we've played the first. Just normal Bomberman with the with the classic Bomberman board. Yeah. Over and over and over and over. But it's great fun. But it's just there's a random. To, there's... Can you not use the random setting when you create a game full I of I think people? the random setting you're talking about is where the characters show up on the board. No, no, no. Oh, there's, there was another random when setting. When you cycle through the game, like, game mm-hmm. mode. Okay. And it says where it gives you the choice of playing, like, the paintball or zombie or whatever. Right. One of them is... Random, meaning it cycles through the game board. Oh, okay. And so I think if you set up a room just using that, it will randomly switch it. Okay, I really haven't set up a room yet, so... I set up the room that when you and me and Wombat were playing. Oh. So... Okay. Maybe that's there, but still you can't change it to 
on your own. Right, or if you set, like, the number of people. Right, but... You can't, yeah. Great job on that. I hope they they make the little changes that we'd like to see. And more costumes and stuff. Yeah, the single player, unlocking the costumes is kind of boring. I really want the princess costume, but I'm kind of bored with trying to get it unlocked. You have to play through single player to unlock the costumes. Yeah. And the way that works is you you have to play for, like, a minute until this crystal shows up and you have to go grab the crystal. And... It's there's it's just randomly giving you costume parts. Yeah. So there's like sixty different costume parts, I think. So if you put all, all together, you're playing an hour if you were lucky and got all of them right in a row. Right, and that's like, not me. I mean, I, I yeah, I've missed a couple, or the computer player kills himself right before a minute. Or... Yeah. So I wish they would have implemented that differently. But, but it's fun. We've had a lot. Oh of yeah, fun. definitely ten, worth ten dollars. Um. So we played with a lot of people. That was. A lot of fun, so yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we played with a lot of cags this week. Yeah. And what's up next on the list? Final Fantasy Adventures Chocobo Tales. Oh, okay, this is the one I... Yes. Uh, And I beat this shortly after last week's show. So it's a short game. It took me about 11 hours, I think, to play it. Uh, And that's... I probably got about 60% completion, Mm -hmm. because I didn't collect all the cards or get the top score in all the mini-games. But I think I got my money's worth out of it. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, it was $17 or whatever. At, yeah. At I don't know City. if I'll pick that one back up. No, I don't think you would. It gets, it would get pretty frustrating for you, I believe. Well, it was already getting a little boring, so that's why I gave it to you. But um, but this next one, this Dra- one is great. Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Heroes. Heroes Rocket Slime. Very much fun. For the DS, yes. Uh, we just picked this one up last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you thought Chocobo Tales had, like, a cute, adorable art style, yeah, Dragon Quest just blows it out of the water. Sweet. Um, it's, your, it's your typical cartoon-style Dragon Quest characters. Right. But this time you're playing as one of the slimes, the little blue guys. Right. And as always happens, all of your friends get captured. Uh-huh. So There's always friends. Exactly like in Chocobo Tales. You have to go rescue all your friends, and there's a hundred slimes you have to rescue. Yeah, but do I have to play all the mini games to there, do it? There's no mini games. This isn't a mini game uh, collection. Sweet. It's a adventure uh, game, like Zelda type thing. Okay. Um, well, not exactly like Zelda, but you're walking around towns uh, with the overhead perspective, um, and you're collecting items, and the items you're collecting are power-ups for your tank. You have this huge tank that you do all the boss battles with. Oh, that's fun. And I was originally worried about this game because I thought it had some strategy or tactics to it, mm-hmm, which it I'm not I'm not great at those games. Yeah. It's very light on those. What you do is once you have once you get to the point in the game where you have your tank, mm-hmm. uh, the slimes that you have rescued or the enemies that you have captured and brought back to your town so they're good now, Certain one of those will be able to be uh, in part of your crew inside the tank. Okay. So the way the inside of the tank works is there's one gun that fires in an arc okay. upwards, and then there's one gun that just fires straight across. Okay. And so you're going against another tank on the other side of the screen that can yeah. do the same thing. So if your bullets hit, mm-hmm. they cancel each other. So um, just to point out, we've previewed a couple tank games in the past, and you always hate them. Well, th- this doesn't... And you always, these just happen to be tanks. It's not a yeah, tank simulator. Fun. Yes, it's very fun. And they're 
They're cute little tanks. They're good little tanks. Okay. Yeah, I'm they're excited. like a big slime. That's your main tank is like a big slime creature. Oh. Uh, is and, it blue? No, he's kind of a gray color. Okay. Uh, but you have your three other characters you can have in there with you. And you get to pick. And you get to pick them, and certain ones, the strategy comes in with the characters you pick. Okay. Because certain ones will be able to fire the top cannon and not the bottom cannon, or they'll be able to fire both cannons. Some of them will be able to go over to the other tank and mess around inside there to make oh, it so they can't fine. shoot over. Because once you get their tank all the way, the armor depleted, yeah. you have to go over and uh, destroy their engine. So that's how you win the battles. Well, that's fun. Okay, yeah, it, well, it's, I'm going to try that this week. It's, it's a great game. I, I'm sad that I haven't played it before. But first I have to finish the game that I started playing. Okay. And that is Magical Star Sign. Okay. For the DS. Right. This has been one of the most clearance games in CAG history. Well, and I don't even know, like, what kind of game... It's an RPG. I know a little about it, so... Yeah, it's it's an RPG, um, and it, it's very Harry Potter-ish in that you're a student at a school, and it's a magical school, and the teacher has to go off and save the world, and then, of course, they end up needing your help. So there's six people. There's you and... Your six little friends that you're, or you okay. and your five friends that you you bring with you. Okay, so you had a party of six yeah. foot, six and characters. The thing is that there's there's light magic and dark magic, and then there's wind, water, earth, fire. I think that, and then there's one other okay. one. Okay, you're elemental. Yeah, El- yeah, standard elemental things, and you know, like water defeats fire, but fire defeats. Plants or something. Okay. Yeah, there's a foliage one in there. So anyway, these like turn-based battles. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and your enemies are like have multiple. Like they're made. They're not just fire. They're not just water. They're they usually have com- combinations. But in addition to those, you have the the magical star sign part comes in, and that it's like kind of astrology based. So that if you're on a fire planet and you're under like the fire planets in the proper rotation, anybody who's of Fire element gets stronger, kind of thing. Okay, that sounds really confusing. It's not because not confusing, it, complex. No, it it's not. It's okay. it seems kind of complex. And the first night, I was a little worried because I started playing it when I was really tired. I I was playing it in in bed, and I kept like dozing off mm-hmm. mid battle, which is never good. Um, but it's got a really good tutorial. So if you pay attention to that, it kind of walks you through. Okay. Um, early on, but no, it's good. I like it so far. I'm not too far into it, but it's pretty good. Um, and with the outline. <laughs> well, <laughs> pick that back up. Here we go. You're the one who writes these things, and then you give them to me, and then you blame me when I drop them on the floor. I'm talking about my game. Okay, magical star sign. Magical star sign. So I like it so far. That's it. <laughs> okay. That's well, it sounds good. I mean, the graphics are okay. I mean, they're GS graphics. They're not as cute as, like, Rocket Slime or Chocobo, but, um, pretty good. Okay. I mean, uh, how much is the clearance down for? Oh, it it's, it's usually can be found for, like, $15. I think I got that one for you for Christmas. You did. Back when Amazon and had... I, and I picked it, I started playing it because I went to play Touch Detective, and then I discovered that I didn't think I could play Touch Detective. Right. So There's got to be a like, way to clear that save file out of there. Find me something else to play, and, and you found that. So, 
Well. So far, so good. Good. I'll keep you posted. Sounds good. Hopefully and it doesn't get really hard. Ready to move on? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, these next games are all yours to talk about. So what, are you waiting for me to like give you a round of applause for playing more games than me? I don't know. <laughs> Super Stardust HD. Yes. This is the PlayStation Network game. Right. Uh, for the PS3. Uh, it got really high reviews. and. But you say it's still not as good as Geometry Wars. I like Geometry Wars better. I, I don't know that it's not as good as Geometry Wars. I just prefer Geometry Wars. You like Geometry Wars a lot. You played it a lot. Yes. Uh, even though I'm, I think I'm better at this game than I am at Geometry Wars. Yeah, you got pretty far. Yeah, my second time through, uh, my first time I got the controls down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time when I, my first time through really, I scored pretty high on my friends list at least. I'm sure it's nowhere near, uh, Great, but right. uh, I played. It took me like an hour and fifteen minutes, so I played yeah, for a that long was your time. Complaint, is that it, it, it took a long really time to where it got very slowly. So. Yeah, it took a long time to where it got very hard. But it's just it's like Geometry Wars in that it's another one of these control with the left stick, shoot with the right stick. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I can't do. Shooters. I'm not coordinated enough to do those games. Right. Well, not a, not a, in quick quarters no. like that. But this one, it all takes place around planets. So you're kind of on this sphere where you're going, you can circle around the planet, and the, the screen just follows you around the like, planet. Like uh, Animal Crossing kind of movements? I guess, yeah, similar to that. You're on, okay. a, on a globe. And so you have three different weapon types. You have Rock Crusher. You have uh, Gold Melter, which is a flamethrower, basically. And you have ice bullets or ice, something like that, that destroys okay. ice. So as the asteroids are falling down, you see which kind they're made out of, and you shoot them. And then inside of the, they have these green cores that give you your power-ups. Okay. So you keep on powering up your, your guns. And then there's enemies that come, and you shoot them, and... Then you fight the bosses, and, and then you it's, keep going. Yeah, and, and going, it just keeps going, going and going. It's 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 fun, but it's not my kind of game. No, it's definitely not your type of game. But and I found I didn't even know when I played that that one of the buttons is like a boost button. You didn't know there was. a boost. I didn't even know there was a boost button, and apparently, if you hit the boost, you stay uh, invulnerable for a little while. Hmm. So, if I. Go back and play it some more. It's just it takes so long just to play one game. It's not a very pick-up-and-play type of game. Um, but you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I think it's worth $10. Uh, I just don't think... When Geometry Wars is only $5, and I liked the way the randomness of Geometry Wars, mm-hmm. the way you get different waves of enemies in, whereas what I could... What I played of Super Stardust, it was kind of this, you knew what was coming. Um, okay. But moving on, I guess. Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, we've been been playing a lot of this recently. Well, you've been watching me play a lot of this recently. I've been, yeah, laughing at you playing a lot of this recently. It's, yeah. You're not bad. I'm not horrible. But uh, we played some CAGs play on Thursday nights. Right, so you usually play on Thursday. Right, and uh, I get killed a lot. Mm-hmm. There was a guy in purple that killed me a lot on Thursday. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. 
we had a nice uh, strategy, me and Cheapy and a couple other cags, where we'd go in a hallway and wait for him to throw a grenade in and kill us all. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to go do the same thing over and over again. And just keep getting in that hallway. Yes, it, it, it worked to perfection. <laughs> good. Well, good. At least you're upping somebody's stats. Yeah. And then, doing what you can. And then later in the week, Wombat and I played some uh, of the terrorist hunt against the computer with uh, Rotundra's girlfriend. Oh, she was on there playing with us, yeah, which she's really good. Yeah, you said she was better than the two of you. Yes. Well, good for her. <laughs> yes. And I also played a little bit of Forza Motorsport 2 again, because uh, Don, the guy I bought the PS3 from, right? he sent me a bunch of cars that he was no longer using. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, because he's getting pretty far into the game. So uh, He likes racing games. Yeah, I came back and I downloaded those. and well, He has a nice car in real life. Yeah, he's got a Viper in real life. Yeah, so, so he must really like to, you know, have the nice cars on the game, too. Yeah, he's he's a gearhead. You drive a Santa Fe, so... A Hyundai Santa Fe. Not quite the racer there. I, I haven't unlocked <laughs> that in, in Forza yet. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> well, you have my car. I drive a Beetle. Yes, yes, so I did unlock that. That's, mine, I think that's as close mine, as I'm going to yeah. get. Yeah. Also not a racing car, though. So moving on, um, Battletoads and Double Dragon. Yeah, these were a couple of games that I picked up. I went and traded in uh, Talladega Knights, the oh, Blue Oh, yeah, Ray. Crazy Burts. Yes, and I picked up uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon for the NES, mm-hmm. the game with both of them together. Yeah. Um, and I picked up Virtual On for the Sega Saturn. I think I remembered being disappointed that that's what you came home with. Could be. Yeah. It was an even trade. Uh, Talladega Nights for those two games. Well, that's I not came bad, out I okay. guess. I haven't played either one of them yet. Oh, well, we have new releases. Sounds good. Let's get to it. So, I get to talk about this first one, um, and that's Alien Syndrome for the Wii and PSP. Okay. I remember this game vaguely well, from the NES. Well, it's updated, though, because the NES game it was 2D, and it was pretty simple. It's still top-down, but... It's supposed to be more 3D shooter, and it's they've added in a lot of action RPG elements. So you go through and kill aliens, and you get upgrades for your weapons, or, you know... They you, look like big bugs, the aliens. At least well, from what I've seen, right? I mean, do you know that aliens... Maybe aliens look like big bugs. Well, a lot of sci-fi tells us that's true. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It looks, it looks decent. It's... It's got updates from the Sega game, so if you remember the Sega game and you liked it. Um, it's got improved graphics. Uh, here was the biggest thing for me, and I, and I can't say that I've played this game. Okay. And I can't say that I've played the classic version. But it's so it's on the Wii, so you use the Wiimote. Right. And you just stand there with the Wiimote in hand and pull the trigger. Well, you use the shoot. nunchuck to move your person around. And do the camera. Yeah, but you just sit there and just shoot and shoot and shoot. I don't know. It just... I I don't know. It's it's the same type of game that would be played with analog sticks. One moving, one shooting. Mm-hmm. So I see where your problem is there, but we got to have games to play for the Wii, so why not this one? Well, and you're not playing <laughs> Chicken Shoot, that's for sure. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know... It, if you relax your hand on like your leg or something, it might not be too bad to to move around. I mean, I haven't had problems with it yet. Yeah. Not not with this it's game, just, but it's in hard general. for these games with, that use the Wiimote not to be just repetitive. But I mean, I guess button mashing is repetitive too. Yeah, I mean, so. this this game looks a lot like uh, 
Expendable on the Dreamcast or uh, that Monster Madness uh, game right. that came out for the 360 recently where, I mean, it's co-op fun, I guess. Yeah, and it looks good. It looks and middle middle of the it. road. How much is this game coming out for? Uh, well, it's coming out for the PSP as well. The PSP version is $40, mm-hmm. and the Wii version is $50. It, so, I mean, I guess $50 seems a little high. I don't know. Unless this thing gets outstanding reviews, which I don't see happening. I would wait. It looks like a $20 game to me. Yeah. I guess that was my problem. So we'll see. Maybe it'll get outstanding reviews. You never know. And Amazon has the PSP version, talking about deals, uh, for $2 off. Okay. So that one's $38 shipped. And deepdiscount.com has... Uh, the Wii version for $44 shipped. Okay, so at least, you know, you can save, save a, a few little bit of there. money there. Um, so the next game... The next game is Dynasty Warriors DS Fighters Battle. Uh, this is... Oh, wait, we skipped one. But uh, that one might... Chameleon to Die For might be coming out this week. To Die, the, D-Y-E. Get yeah. It, to Die For... Might be coming, might be not. Might, might not. What do you do in the, that game? For the DS. I'm intrigued by the title. That's why I pointed it out. Uh, I want to say it's a grid-based strategy game of some sort. Oh, yeah. I won't be playing that. Yeah. I, okay. I, the we'll, release date we'll was all over the place. We'll let you know next week if it came out. Right. It won't be one that you're going to be rushing out for anyway. But Dynasty Warriors DS. Yes. Fighters Battle. Uh, Dynasty this, Warriors. That's a good franchise. Uh, it People like it. I was. But I like. You're not people. No, I'm not people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked playing through it one time, and then they pretty much released the same game with little improvements. Well, you'll find that that seems to be. It's happening a lot. Right, but they actually made some changes to this one. Uh, some of them they had to because of the DS. Uh, they had to make the graphics not so realistic, so they're. Uh, Anima- Not so realistic. Yeah, so they're anime, anime style this time around. Before they, oh. they looked like real people. Why did they have to make them not so realistic? Well, it just it, it looks better on the DS. The D- everything cartoony looks yeah, better they, on the DS. It looks okay. better with the bright colors, and uh, whereas Dynasty Warriors is usually known for having hundreds of people on the screen at the same time mm-hmm. that you're plowing through, this one you only have like maybe ten. 10 or 15 people on the screen at the same time okay. uh, due to the DS just can't pump out that much. Right. Um, and if you're not familiar with the series, this is set during feudal China times. Okay. And uh, So there's ninjas. No. No? No. Uh, um, sam- samurais. Samurais. That's yes. what I meant. Yeah. Uh, on my bad, I'm screwing up all the cultural references. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, so in the past games, you've had to choose from historical figures to play through as, and okay. you, you can unlock a whole bunch of people. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I always got the the guys confused. I'm not big on my Chinese history. And You're not big on history. I'm not big on history in general. And then when all these foreign names come out, I just get them all confused. Okay, but well, you wouldn't be able to pronounce this, them anyway. Right, and this one, very true. And <laughs> this one, you only get to pick from three characters, and they're made-up characters. Huh. And the other generals and stuff are still there from the old games, but you have this deck of cards, uh, which 
you can assign the different generals to different uh, strategic points on the map to defend. And it's not like it's not like a card battling so game. It's, it's just that's how the stats are handled. Huh. Uh, so, but it's a strategy game. If you're assigning mm, people to places on a map, it's got some strategy to it. All okay. all the Dynasty Warriors games have a a tiny bit of strategy to them. Okay. But mostly they're just pressing combo buttons and beating up people like crazy. Okay. Which that one that's still what this is like. So it sounds like this could be fun. Uh it could be okay. It sounds more intriguing to me than just a standard Dynasty Warriors game. So what about multiplayer? But, uh I'm not sure if it has online multiplayer, but I know locally you can uh once you've unlocked maps you can play against other people. And if you win, you get to take a card from the other person's deck. Oh. So if they have a powerful card. I don't know if you get to choose or if it's just random. Huh. But it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I like that. It's That's fun. Yeah. So. I, I'm not going to buy this game, but. But some people will. It's $30 for the DS. And there aren't really any deals No, there's out. no good deals for it. Well, I get to talk about a game that people will buy. And that is Final Fantasy 2. Buy it again for the sixth time. Okay, no, but here's the people that... See, here's the difference. Because, I mean, you know, if you're a fan of Final Fantasy, which most of us are, you're going to know the plot. So, you know Final Fantasy 2. And the f thing that people are going to be asking is, how is this different than the one that came out on the Game Boy Advance that was Final Fantasy 1 and Final Fantasy 2 packaged together? Which we own. Right, which we own. Um, it's got updated graphics and updated audio. And it's got new uh, CGI cutscenes. Okay. And it well, doesn't have Final Fantasy One. <laughs> I think they took some. Didn't they take some of the cutscenes from the PlayStation One version, the Final Fantasy Origins? They did, and but I mean, they overall like added new, like the beginning of the game. It's a new cutscene, and it's new. It's a new, new CGI stuff. So, um, yeah. I mean it. This is what irritates me, is it seems like lately, and maybe it's just because we've started doing the, the podcast, I am all for re-releasing really great games onto new systems so you can play them, but it seems like all the time now, you're either, you've either got a company taking a new game, updating the graphics, and slapping a new title on it, and then charging us... Not quite full price, but, I mean, this game's coming out for $30. Right. Um, which isn't bad for a PSP game. It's not great. Yeah, it's no other You know road. what I mean? So it's like, or they leave it alone and port it as a download, either on, like, the Xbox Live Arcade or the Wii Virtual Console or the PlayStation Network. It, I mean, how many, if you look back, it doesn't seem like there's been that much actual new content come out. No, but it's because it's so hard to establish a new IP. So if well, you know I these know, are going to make money, know, you're just going to keep putting them come out. out with a new, I mean, but I mean, we're getting the same games. I mean, this is the same game, essentially, is what you own on the Game Boy Advance. And right, they want which, you to pay $30 for it on the PSP. Yeah, a month after you just paid $30 for Final Fantasy 1. Which, there's people doing it. Yeah, but if they would have packaged Final Fantasy 1 and Final Fantasy 2 on the same disc... Which they easily could have done. For $30, I would have bought it. Yes. Yes, we would have. See, that's the problem. So, I don't know. I mean, if you're really into Final Fantasy, or, like, let's say you 
Had, didn't ever play Final Fantasy 2 and you're, you don't own the Nintendo handhelds, you own the PSP, I would buy it. You'll have fun. It's a good game. I agree with that. Well, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Guitar Hero Encore rocks the 80s. Comes out this week. And this is going to be a big seller. Yes. There's been quite a few CAGs that have already bought it. I know that. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, only coming out for the PS2. This is like this is such a good game with so much disappointment all rolled into its core. It's the PS2. It's not. It's it's the not the game itself. So, well, it is, and it's looking toward the future. Why is there not a 360 version of this? I don't know. That that drives me crazy. They they put out the 360 version. They promise all this downloadable content. Mm-hmm. We get four overpriced packs from Guitar Hero One. Then PlayStation 2 gets this whole new expansion pack, because that's what this is. This is Guitar Hero 2 with some 80s graphics. It's turning the Sims of... Okay, yeah. yeah, There's going to be a Guitar Hero Classical Edition, and Guitar Hero 70s Rock Edition, and Guitar Hero 90s, and Guitar Hero Rap, and... (laughs) Guitar Hero Rap. I don't know, work something out. Okay. Um... Yeah. It, but, yeah, and, so, but. And what's so the price tag on this game? $50 is what they're charging for this game. For how many songs? Uh, I think it has 30 songs on it with no bonus songs, it looks like. Like, usually there's a whole bunch of songs that you can there, unlock. And I'm not impressed by the song selection. Well, there's some good ones. you got Flock of Seagulls, I Ran So Far Away, which is, it's a good 80s song. I don't know if I want to play it. But there's, like, uh, a lot of bands that were, mis- like, just completely left off. Like there's, well, there's I think, a ton, but... But, I mean, some pretty... Well, there's no Def Leppard, I don't believe. And I don't think there was any Metallica on there, either. No, there wasn't. Um, I mean, there are some pretty big hair bands that are not on there. Is there Aerosmith on there? No, there's no Aerosmith, either. You see my point? And I... let me wow. just Let me just throw this out there, because I do not know any... Like, I'm not one of those people that knows a lot of bands. Like, I'll be able to hum a song... But I don't know a lot of bands, and if I can sit here and name three good 80s bands that are not on there, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Metallica was late 80s, but they but could, still, still could have been on here, yes. I mean, there's still some... Yeah. But anyways, the stuff that's on here, you've got Poison, Nothing But A Good Time, which is good. Um, Skid Row, 18 in Life, Scandal, The Warrior, um, The Vandals, Turning Japanese, which is... an Good 80s song? Yeah. Good, like... But how is that going to work on the guitar? I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know the riff off, off the top of my head. Uh, hmm. And, like, the romantics with What I Like About You, which That's seems like a good good, good fit for the game. Yeah. And then they've got... We got the beat by the Go-Go's. Is that the one that goes... Okay. I know how that goes. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. I was waiting that for was you. Gonna be, that was going to be a really scary moment on yeah, the podcast I, there. Um, really? Yes, but yeah, I don't know where Hey Mickey, You're So Fine or uh, yeah. Walking on Sunshine are, but <laughs> the Go-Go's made it in. But huh. the one thing this game has going for it right now is uh, Best Buy has it for $40 this week. Okay. And currently they have it to where you can get a free $15 gift card and a free wristband online. Um, I'm not sure... I, if that deal is going to be active all week, but uh, get in on that while you can if you're interested in this game. Are we going to buy this game? 
No, because I've unhooked the PlayStation 2. And yeah, the PlayStation 2 is currently on the kitchen table. And without doing a lot of, like, adapters and everything, which I don't think even work 100%, there's no way to play with my PlayStation 2 guitar on the PS3. Oh. So right now I'd have to hook up the PlayStation 2 to play this game. Yeah, that's not worth it. Yeah, not right now. And I, I'm holding out hope that it's going to come to the 360 at some point. Well, you're holding out hope that, well, you Rock Band's coming out. Well, I still would. I any of these games. I are know good. you like these music games, but this one just seems like it could have been a lot cooler than it is. Not that I'm saying it's a bad game, because I think it's a good game, and I think that people will buy it and they will really like it. But I think that the potential is there for it to be a lot better than they made. Than it. what they made it, I believe. I I believe you're right. So it's a good because I didn't. Even, I didn't even name awesome a game. bunch of songs that I found were lacking. Yeah, I know. I found, th- I, yeah, I know. But if if uh, so you don't on. find it at Best Buy, Fry's has it for forty dollars this week too. But then you miss out on the wristband. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. To maybe NASCAR. maybe oh, yes, maybe you don't like eighties. Uh, Did uh, they hair not metal. know that the sports game maybe was last week? Maybe you're more into Brooks and Dunn and and Big and Rich. Because they're featured on the soundtrack for NASCAR 08. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? I didn't get that segue. Okay. That was perfectly laid out. It was perfectly laid out, and I just, right over my head. Yes. So, okay, NASCAR, NASCAR 08. 08. With Brooks and Dunn and Big and Rich. Got it. Some other bands are on there, too. Check and check. Yes. Uh, this is coming out for the PS2, the PS3, and what the 360. What are these things that you have listed on the, the what? You've got these things listed on the outline, Cars of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's a mode in this that one. Mean? It means you can drive with futuristic NASCAR cars, like, not the car of, like, 2050 with jets on it or whatever, but these are, like, cars that they're envisioning in, like, the next, I don't know, five or ten years. They're not, they're not licensed cars So they're not, though. like, they're not, like, truly futuristic. They're, like, just kind of a couple of years from now. I think so. Huh. We should preface this all by saying that... We're not big NASCAR <laughs> fans, and so we don't know a lot. Um, and by saying we're not big NASCAR fans, that's overstating it by a lot. <laughs> okay. But well, we, yeah. we should let people know that we're not NASCAR fans. Right, but we uh, weren't rugby fans either, and we didn't point that out last week. Yeah, we did. I definitely pointed that out. Because you do, you want to know whether or not the person is okay. is into this or not when they're talking about it. But, uh, but the PS2 version apparently has an extra series in it, the Whalen Modified Series. Which okay. is open wheel racing, NASCAR huh. open wheel racing. Well, that's and a good bonus. The other versions have... No, wait. It's coming out for the PS2, the PS3, and the 360, but only the PS2 has that extra thing? Why not yes. the PS3? Well, Like, I just it's... don't understand. Are the, It's the next gen of that system, and the, the, gen, the systems are that different that they couldn't... Make it a Sony exclusive instead. I mean, well, no, uh, it's an EA game. So EA's ha- been going through this process with all of their sports games. They leave features out that they can't get in the next gen cons- or next gen versions for whatever reason. I mean, you buy next gen, you buy the next gen system, thinking it's going to be the best of the best, the newest of the newest, and then all these PS2 games come out with this crap that they can't get on the PS3 that just infuriates Right. Me. Well, the PS3 and the Xbox were, Xbox 360 versions have better graphics, of course. Right. Well, yes, but and they have, it's so hard to make They'll have the better online wheels. play, I, I would yeah. assume, with live. And, uh, but I there is the, there are some deals. 
Yeah. Oh, and the PS3 version offers six-axis steering. Which, do you even know what that is? Are you familiar with the six-axis controller? That That's the PS3 thing, right? Yes, but... But the PS2 offers it? No, the, the PS3 version does. Okay. But you know the six-axis controller... Yeah, you it, move you can it around. It. Yes. Yeah. So you can move it around and steer to your NASCAR car. I'm sure that does not oh. work very well. But I wouldn't be good at that. I'm yeah. awful at racing games. But Family Video has $5 off, or right around $5 off all the versions. And, and Circuit City, if they don't have any of these versions in tomorrow by 2 p.m. Well, Tuesday by Tuesday, 2 p.m. Tuesday, which will Sorry. be pretty much when you're probably listening to this. Yes. The, so uh, if it's not 2 p.m. The 24th. On Tuesday. You get a $20 gift card. Yeah, so check it out at Circuit City. Um, another car game that's coming out. Yes, uh, I'm sure the same people. Uh, NHRA Drag Racing Countdown to the Championship. Yes, uh, this is coming out for the PS2 and the PSP. Uh, this is a budget game. It's coming out for fifteen dollars and twenty dollars respectively there. And I don't know these. What are we supposed to say about an NHRA game? It's a hot rod racing game, if you don't know what an HRA is. Yeah. Um, they've got the pro stock cars. They've got funny car. They've got top fuel dragster. They even have those uh, motorcycles that they drag race now. If you don't know anything about racing games, this is probably not going to be the game for you. No. But if you know about this, it's a good budget title. Well, I don't know if it's a good budget title. Well, See, the problem with these is... These could probably be really good games for fans of these series, mm -hmm. but when you have these budget titles come out, because that's the only way these games come out to begin with, Yeah, all of them score pretty lowly, and the graphics aren't all that great, but this one, I mean, they try, I guess. Yeah. They've got campaign modes, they've got to where you can uh, tune your car, but... I don't know. It's it's a budget title. I guess if you're really into the sport, uh, okay. read some reviews on it. There's yeah. no deals on it. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3. Yes, the, the new Atlas game. Two. Yes, it is the new Atlas game. And we'll probably buy this one. Yeah, I've uh, made a, a uh, pattern of buying the Shin Megami Tensei games. And, and then not playing not them. Playing, not playing any of them yet. I know. That's against the rule that you're supposed to only buy games that you're going to play. Well, I fully so intend... I guess this te technically fits into that you're going to play it. It's just... Yes, I fully intend to play these games. Uh, well, you better play them while we still have a system that plays them. Well, the PS3 plays them. Was the first one's a PlayStation 1 game? Well, the, this this series goes back a long way. And have you played any of them? Uh, I've played a little bit of Persona, uh -huh. the original Persona, on the PlayStation 1. Which and the PlayStation I played, 3 will not play. No, it will. It will? Yeah. Okay. It plays, uh, and I played a little bit of uh, Revelations, which was what the series was originally called, I believe. Okay. Uh, on the Game Boy Color. But I have not played any of the PS2 versions yet. Okay. Well, this one's pretty bizarre. I mean, it's it's an Atlas game. There's a couple things that are bizarre about it. It's set in a Japanese high school, which is not bizarre, but it's an RPG, and it's really anime-looking. Like, I showed you screenshots of it, and it looks very... It's not very realistic. It's very anime. Right. It looked a little different than Traditionally what games. they've been. Um, but your character is this male Japanese high school student, 
that goes to school during the day, but at night you're fighting demons. And the thing that was really bizarre to me is you have these essences, or I can't think of what personas is what they're called, obviously, given the Makes name. Makes sense. Um, that you can get infected with while you're fighting, and you it changes like your abilities and stuff. And the way to get rid of them is that you actually have to shoot yourself in the head. Wow. Which is like struck me as very like these I'm games are they very got away with that. well. These games they've got a little I mean, bit. You don't of... actually kill yourself, and you don't see like you don't see you know blood and guts splattering. But I mean that's the motion that this I mean it, that this kid has to do to. Right. These games have a... They're a little bit They're a little on the risque. dark edgy side. Yes. So, uh, the biggest warning here... I mean, if you're a fan, it's $50. It's going to be a good buy if you're a fan of this franchise. The biggest warning I have is that the first hour of gameplay is cutscenes and reading. Which I think is pretty standard for these this series. I just seem... I don't know. It's a lot. So, if you can get through the first hour, you'll be good to go. And it looks like the first editions that they're going to be putting out of this game, like a lot of Atlas games, it's going to come with a free art book and a free soundtrack CD. So you'll buy it when you get the free stuff. You always like to get the free stuff. I do like to get the free stuff. I generally stay, I try to stay a game behind the Shin Megami Tensei series because they generally drop to $30. Yeah, but then you don't get the art book. No, I've, I've done a good job at that. Uh, at least getting the soundtracks and everything that, that comes with them. But I still haven't bought the last one, which was Devil Summoner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably pick up Devil Devil Summoner before I pick this one up. Okay. Well, fair enough. But I'm guessing a lot of people will actually go pick this up right away. Mm-hmm. Next game. That's another one of yours. Ultimate Puzzle Game Sudoku Edition. Oh, okay. Very yeah. exciting title. Um, yeah, it's... It's a Sudoku game. There are two reasons that if you're a Sudoku fan that you would want to buy it. If you're not a Sudoku fan, then, I don't know, listen, <laughs> talk amongst yourselves for a second. Um, Sudoku. Ser- I, we're being way too serious about this Sudoku review. Come on. No, no. There are two things about this game that if you're a Sudoku fan, you should want to buy this. How does it compare to Carol Vorderman's? That's the well. That's the age-old question. Two things that Carol Vorderman's does not have. The first one, man, you're making fun of these games. Um, Sudoku. Listen, you can input Sudoku puzzles into your DS and then play them and figure them out. So then, like, let's say you've got, you know, a pen pen and paper. Wake up. Stop. Okay. Let's say you're playing like the good old fashioned pen and paper Sudoku and you've got this puzzle, but you know, it's just like crossword puzzles. You don't want to use pen because then when you screw up, you got to erase it. You know what I mean? So what you do is you input it into your DS and you can play it on your DS. That's innovative and different than Carol Vorderman's. And then if you stop... Stop. Okay. Close your mouth and let me get through this preview before you cut it. The other thing that it does is that you can download, you can go on Wi-Fi and have a friend, or or even locally, have a friend download the game from, like, you yourself are the only one that actually has the, the cart. Download the game, and then they can play it, either single player or multiplayer. So it's not one of these games that you need a cart for each person. Okay, that's all I got. Now you can make fun of it. Yay, Sudoku. Actually, 
I have to admit, the idea, if I was really into Sudoku puzzles, of being able to constantly be able to enter new puzzles in. Right. Well, and they've it got seems like a, like a random feature. simulator, so that they're saying, they say it's virtually endless. Okay. That means they're not ever going to put out another Sudoku game for uh, the DS, right? Oh, yeah, guaranteed. I think there's probably one coming out next week. Okay, that one's $20. Yeah, $20 for Sudoku. That's it for the retail releases on the DL. What's the first one on the DL? Uh, that would be mine. That is Devil's Crush, coming out for the Wii. Uh, this is an old TurboGrafx-16 game. Oh, this is the one that made my ears have seizures. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. Uh, this the soundtrack is, for this game is like, oh my god, it goes straight in your brain like little worms. Just... It's heavy metal guitars as interpreted by the TurboGrafx-16 <sighs> sound processor. It's like, oh, just awful noises that are not, you would not think were humanly possible, but yet they are. And they... Well, I think you might be fighting like in the pits of hell, too, in this game, so maybe that's part of it. So they just want to try and get the... It's immersive. The, environment right yes you feel like you're really there right well this game is a pinball game yeah and it was interesting there were it's, little guys this is a good game uh it's got the screen yeah, so is split there. up this into is, three different parts this is a turbo graphic 16 game that we like yes um and it's very it's got a lot of demons and stuff that you shoot and devil worshipers yeah you were shooting some devil worshipers so i guess i don't know what the plot of it is but it's fun. I, i'm gonna say that I'm a good person, and I'm killing all the devil worshippers, and I'm not uh, helping them by hitting okay, them. That's uh, fine. And but it's a good pinball game. Uh, the boards are fun. There's little guys running around that you can hit with the pinball. It was yeah. Uh, Six dollars. It probably worth has it. Has there been a pinball game out yet? Yeah. Uh, the other there was another version. Uh, Alien Crush, I believe, is the other version oh. that's similar, but it's with aliens, aliens. obviously. Yeah. Uh, which is also a good game, but I think I like Devil's Crush better. Okay. Well, I got to preview Kirby's Dream Course. Right. Which is... Also for the Wii. Yeah, it's kind of a putt-putty kind of game. Yes, it's, it's very... Golf, it's golf, but very it's much more like putt-putt. putt-putt in that you're bouncing your golf ball, which is Kirby. I mean, that's the big twist, is that Kirby is the golf ball. And you're bouncing Kirby off the side Because he's round? Stuff. Probably. Okay. Um, and the whole thing is that Kirby has a set number of lives, and every time you hit him, what would be a normal stroke in golf, is he loses a heart. And by killing enemies that are on the golf course with Kirby, you gain hearts. And then obviously by putting Kirby in the hole, I don't know how to explain that. You, in your hole, Kirby. <laughs> you then... He, you get more hearts and you move on to the next, next level. Um, the graphics were... It's an SNES game, but it's more NES graphics. Uh, it's pretty close, yeah. Um, and the controls were a little difficult to pick up. It's The controls were actually somewhat similar to Zany Golf, which was my putt-putt golf game of choice in the 16-bit era. Okay. Um... But it's okay. I don't know if it's worth eight dollars. Yeah, I. If it were six, I'd say go for it. I don't know. I really wish they the, You're gonna have the virtual to console that one would on price these at different price points. Or I wish the virtual console would let you play a demo. That would be nice. Too. Like if you could play the first level and then say, "Yeah, no, this game's not for me," then at least you wouldn't be spending eight bucks to tell that. Yeah. 
But anyway, um, moving on to Shining Force, which was also me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know a lot about these games. I really don't. Um, I know it's a good RPG series, but it's one that I've never personally played. It's a Genesis game. Right. And it's, it's got, it's like, historical. Historical, really. There's this word that Wikipedia used to describe it called steampunk, which apparently <laughs> is when you have some sort of Victorian elements. I I don't know. It's I know it's 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 an RPG. It's an R, a turn-based RPG, I believe, that has some tactical elements to it. Is yes. what I've always had in my ha- head about Shining Force. I know we have this game for the Game Boy Advance. The problem is that if you're going to I don't know, it's 8 bucks. It's probably worth $8 if you don't have it for uh, another system. Yeah, but most people, I think, that are fans of this will have it for another system. And you might as well save your $8 for the next Shining Force game that's coming out. But there are a lot... The Shining Force games have changed a lot. I know, but... Those... The games that come out now for the Shining Force series... Are very different. ...are action RPGs. I know. But anyway, that's that's what I got. I mean, it's it's... It's out there, and if you're going to spend $8 on this, then nothing I say is going to keep you from doing that, so. It might be worth it. Yeah. I, I would be tempted if I didn't already have it for the Game Boy Advance. Okay. Uh, moving on to the Xbox Live Arcade games this week. Super uh, Contra. Super Contra for $5. I think That's a good deal. If you like Contra, yeah, it's a good deal. Uh, this is, if you've never played Super Contra... But you've played Contra. It's pretty much the same thing, except uh, it's more alien territories rather than jungle. The first game had a lot more jungle territories. Um, And it's got your updated graphics like the first one did. uh, And it's got the two-player co-op play over live. $5. It's hard to go wrong at that. Unless you really didn't like how Contra aged. Because it's it's a little bit dated now. Okay. So, um, yeah. $5 still seems pretty good. But then I don't really have any opinion on how Contra aged. So, No, Wing, you're not a Contra player. No. Wing Commander Arena? Yeah, this is the new uh, game that has the Wing Commander license behind it. But it's not really like a Wing Commander game. Okay. Um... The old Wing Commander games, you were in the cockpit uh, and flying around and, and shooting other ships down. Okay. It was a space combat game. This one's a space combat game, but it's from a, th- a third-person perspective, and your ship is really tiny, so you're like, you're pulled back from your ship. So it's not top-down. It's it's, from... uh, it's kind of top-down. Okay. You're a little bit pulled back, but it's basically top-down. Okay. Uh, and you can't change the height of your ship so you can't fly in the vertical plane it's only in the horizontal plane um, um so i'm not sure how well this is going to work I it's at, a new game it's a new brand new game okay um i looked at the graphics the graphics didn't look so hot um and it's ten dollars it's ten dollars it does have 16 player multiplayer so that's going to be what makes or breaks it is if the multiplayer is fun it can be a good it game. It certainly can't be Bomberman fun. No, that's the problem. You don't want to put this out the week after Bomberman. No. Bomberman's just too good. But um, uh, uh, upcoming here, though, at Circuit City, 
it's either next week or the week after that. We'll clarify that on our next episode, though. Uh, they're going to be having a basically a buy one, get one free on the Microsoft points. Right, it's cards. for all accessories, but yeah, that includes get, Microsoft points and Xbox Live. Games. Right, it's it, you buy two uh, Microsoft accessories and they're $20 off. Which, since the points are only $20 to begin with, it's buy one, get one free. free. Huh, sweet. Uh, but that starts, I don't know, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, uh, what the exact date is. I think it's next Sunday, but I'm, it might be the one after that. Or, or this is a great segue, they can email us, because we have an email address now. So if they're wondering, they can email you and bother you until you provide them with that key information. Yes, that's that's uh, tag4play at cheapassgamer.com. Or the shipwrecks. At cheapassgamer.com, yes. Right. And so that's pretty much it for this week. Yeah. Um, be sure to dig us. We appreciate that if you haven't done that already. We are moving up. We are about halfway up on the second page. Sweet. We're closing in on uh, Podtoy, the Destructoid podcast. And we really like all the comments on... Um, on Cheap Ass Gamer on yes, the, forums. the forums. It's fun to talk about things on the show and you know get feedback from people. I look forward to that every day. Yes, I know you do. And uh, feel free to review us on iTunes. Yes. We don't have very many iTunes No, we only reviews. have 14 iTunes reviews right now. But uh, that's okay. We'll get there. Yeah. And um, uh, Check us out on Cheap Ass Gamer. As always, there's a written form. Yes, we'll be on the front page and in the general gaming and industry news. So we will see you guys next week. All right, time to play some Bomberman. Bye.